From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, March 10th. I'm Sarah Wright. As the current atmospheric river got underway, the Mendocino County Planning Commission enthusiastically supported a long-deferred proposal for a housing development on the south end of Ukiah. The reconfigured plans for Bella Vista, a nearly 50-acre site with 171 parcels on it, are on their way to the Board of Supervisors for its consideration. And Mendocino County is now included in the state's emergency declaration. Within hours of the Board of Supervisors ratifying a local emergency on Wednesday, Governor Gavin Newsom added Mendocino Lake and Humboldt counties to the 13 original counties that made up the state's declaration on March 1st. This recognizes that local resources are not enough to cope with the storm and frees up fairgrounds to be used as emergency shelters. A total of 21 counties are now included in the state's declaration of emergency due to rain and snowstorms. The snowfall has been historic in the Mendocino National Forest, with the snowpack at Anthony Peak close to 8 feet on March 3rd. That's 127 percent of average for that location, which has been measured since 1944. The peak is at 6,200 feet elevation, about 26 miles northeast of Covalo. This month's 92 inches varied drastically from last April, when there was no measurable snow at either of the Covalo Ranger Station sites. Engine Captain Conroy Coleman has been conducting snow surveys at Covalo's Anthony Peak and Plaskett Meadow for the U.S. Forest Service for the last 15 years. Um, depending on whether we can actually make it there or not. How often do you go to Anthony Peak for the snow surveys? Four times a year. January, February, March, and April, around the first of each month. You know, last year we had a pretty, really good um, amount of snow in January, and it basically never snowed again after that. By April, we had no measurements um, at Anthony Peak. Has it ever been snowy there year-round? Not that I know of, no. Uh, Usually by June to July, it's all gone. That's still pretty late in the year. Yeah, that's when our fire season starts to kick off, too. And uh, we actually open the roads to get all the way up to the Anthony Peak lookout to, for our lookouts to be able to staff for the summer. Is that Mendocino Pass? Yeah, I mean, from Mendocino Pass, you would head you know, north on the M4, and that will take you to Wells Cabin, and it will also take you to uh, Anthony Peak lookout. Anthony Peak is home to a variety of rare wildflowers and a campground called Wells Cabin which has been closed due to damage from another extreme weather event. So if there's not a a catastrophic wildfire, you think it'll be open this summer? Yeah, I mean, there's very extremely low potential for any catastrophic wildfires uh, on this forest for a long time with how much uh, burned in the August complex. Yeah, nothing left. Yeah. Further south in Mendocino County, a few muted concerns about water availability were not enough to quell support for a proposal to build 171 homes in a former vineyard just off of Ukiah's South State Street. The Willow Water District and the Ukiah Valley Sanitation District have provided will-serve notices to the developer, Gillen Inc. 39 of the units will be set aside for people 55 and older, and 13 units will be affordable to moderate-income buyers. Though moderate income in Mendocino County tops out at around $96,000 a year, according to consultant Linda Roofing, who presented the staff report yesterday. So income levels are established by the State Department of Housing and Community Development um, annually by county. And so the last, um, and they usually come out in April. So we're still using 2022 
data, the median income for a four-person household in Mendocino County was $80,300. And then moderate income is between 80 and 120% of that median income. So a moderate income household would cap out at an earnings of $96,350 based on the 2022 data. And then an affordable purchase price is established based on um, state law, which requires that no more than 35% of a household's income can be spent on housing-related expenses, which include mortgage, insurance, HOA dues, utilities, so forth. The Planning Commission added some concessions to neighbors on Gobelet Lane, asking the developer to soften the fence to the future subdivision with intermittent plantings and not to drive heavy equipment on the narrow thoroughfare. The project also includes plans for a roundabout at Plant Road, though arrangements for pedestrians to safely reach the bus stop on the other side of South State Street following the reconfiguration of the intersection haven't been finalized. The project received full-throated support in letters from local employers, including Adventist Hospital, Mendocino College, and SEIU Local 1021, which represents workers at the county, the court, the college, and the city of Fort Bragg. Ross Liberty of Factory Pipe said he thinks the proposal is the kind of housing that will keep workers in the area. I've lost some young uh, employees, and they get married, and they decide to start a family and they don't want to live in an apartment anymore or a little, you know, a, a single wide. They move out of the state. I just lost another one that's third generation Ukayan, just moved to Texas. He's like, start a family, we're leaving. And, and I think this kind of housing development is the only thing that will make it so our kids can stay here, my kids can stay here, my gr- grandkids can stay here. Um, <laughs> my daughter already left, so that's going to be hard. It's not the only multi-unit development to be approved in Ukiah recently. This year, Danko Housing plans to start building a 71-unit affordable complex called Acorn Valley Plaza on Gobi Street. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.